Hey there, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. This is the Imperfectly Inspirational Podcast. I'm glad to have each and every one of you here. We are going to do this a little bit different since this week is our 16th episode. Yeah, something to be excited about. We've been doing this for four months, and there's some people that still may not know exactly who we are or what we're about. And uh, maybe you're just now tuning in and you're wondering, what is this imperfectly inspirational thing about? And I'm going to do a, a little bit of information on us, and then we'll jump into a small segment of something, uh, a topic this week as well. So what is imperfectly inspirational? Well, we are here to help simplify life from what God has to say. Ultimately, you know, government, social media, everybody has a way that you should live your life. They want to tell you that this is the best way or you need this thing in your life or you can't do without that. And ultimately, so many times it makes life a lot more stressful than it needs to be. If you go back to the Bible and look at what God says, it's really a simple life. It's simplistic. There's not a whole lot to it in the sense of what you really need to bring true happiness and have that true abundance in your life. And while understand there's nothing wrong with having good things, having luxuries or anything like that, but it's having that mindset and focus on, okay, what do I really need? And the answer is, you know, what God says. So we like to take a certain topic on whether it be emotions, money or anything like that. And we like to simplify it and just go back to the basics. Also being imperfectly inspirational, I like to help us understand that we're all not perfect. We are imperfect creations. Uh, we're not creations. We are perfectly made, but we're imperfect because of sin and that we can never attain perfection. But our goal is to mimic God as best we can and be the best that we can. And through that, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. And even with that, with the podcast, I do do some editing. Uh, that's ultimately to make it make it a little bit more listener friendly. But Overall, really, there's very little editing. So if you hear some mistakes, if you hear some uh, slip ups on whatever, you're getting what you get. I kind of do this in one or two takes and I really don't take out much because I want you to get true, authentic understanding of something. And you know what? If I make a mistake, it is what it is, you know, so go on the fact that we're not perfect, you know, so that's who we are. That's what we're about. We want to be truthful in God's word and real about the fact that we're imperfect and as long as we're out to make ourselves better we can make this world a lot better so with that with being better and with building things up uh, i want to go into this week's topic i titled it we are not decorations and i know it's kind of a strange title but like i say sometimes you got to put something that's clickable and this one should hopefully be clickable because, well, they're going to wonder what that's about. Well, think about it this way. What do decorations do? They just sit there. They just hang there. They're just there for you to look at and notice. They fill up your room or whatever part of your house it is, right? And all too many times, that's what so many people in a church do. They just sit there and they fill up the room. There's something to look at. They are not a part of it. And I want to talk today about being involved. You know, we've talked about so many different things and we talk about being 
you know, what God wants us to be as in who we are. But now let's join this together with the other Christians. What does God want for us? And uh, 1 Corinthians 12 is really a great idea of understanding who we are and what we should be in the church. And I'm not going to read the whole entire thing, but if we go down uh, in 1 Corinthians 12 and start at verse 8, it says, For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 18. It says, But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chooses. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. So there's a lot more into that that we can unpack that we could really do, but I'm not going to get in that depth today. Um, now, moving forward, I think we are actually, I'll kind of give a little bit of an announcement. Uh, moving into, I know we got months away, but starting probably the beginning of the year, as of right now, it looks like we're going to be doing more series-driven uh, in addition to this podcast, um, debating on if I'm going to put that on YouTube or not, but we're going to be doing, you know, passages week by week, more in depth, probably a good 30, 45 minutes. That's why I do believe we may put that on YouTube, uh, but we will still have the podcast as well. But anyways, let's get back to the subject here. So the beginning part that we read, we're seeing that God gives every single person an ability. Now, there's some of us who can sing like an angel, and some of us wonder if Satan's in the room because it is such a horrible sound. But nonetheless, that is the person who can sing well, that is their talent. Are they using that wisely for God, or are they just singing in the shower? There's people who are wonderful with children who could teach and have the patience to deal with them. There's some who cannot handle that. I'm one of them. I do not have that much patience with kids. Uh, older kids are fine. I can deal with that. I, I, cause you could, you don't have to go down to a, a young level. You could be kind of like, just be quiet. And they usually are pretty good, but, uh, some people have the patience to deal with that. And some people don't, are you using those talents for God? And honestly, some people have the ability to clean phenomenally. And maybe they don't have any of the other talents to, to teach or to do. But you know what? The church needs to be clean too. The church is in the building, needs to be clean too. There's people with talents and abilities and willingness for every stages. There is nothing that you're going to do for God as long as you're doing it for His glory and you feel that He's put you in that position. There's nothing that you're going to do that is going to be too small for God. Everybody's got a talent. Everybody's got a skill. And guess what? As I talked about at the beginning of this, we are all imperfect. No matter how good you sing, there's always going to be somebody that sings better than you. No matter how good of a teacher, a preacher, or whatever you are, there's somebody that's going to be better than you somewhere else. 
but it is not about that. It is about how good are you versus where you've been. Are you being the best that you can be? Are you giving all your all to God because God gave it all to you? He gave you the sacrifice of his son so you can have eternal life. So when we go into the church building on Sundays and we it's uh, pay attention. Next time you walk in the church, pay attention. How many people show up and leave versus how many people you actually see playing a part in something? And now you may go to a big church, you may go to a small church, and uh, I know there's rotating schedules. I don't serve every week as well in my church, uh, but are there? But there are parts that can be played. You don't have to serve all the time. I know schedules are crazy, and things can get in the way. But are you being a part? And that, that's just really the thing today, because as we we read in the second half of that, not all the parts are the same, but they all make up the body. Are we playing our part correctly to help this body move, to help this body be healthy? Because ultimately, the church is not the building. The church is the people in the building. And if we are called to be the body, the church is the body, we are called to go out and do. And if not every part is working the way that it should, the body is going to be less effective in getting out into the world So it takes each and every one of us. And if you are a professing Christian today, I really encourage you, go out there and play your part. First, I will say, besides just playing your part, first show up to church. There's a lot of people who are fully abled that are, you know, not disease ridden or, you know, can walk and can move, whatever. There's there's plenty of people that just miss church because, oh, I have a headache. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm, there's a lot of excuses and God didn't give you an excuse. I'm sorry. God didn't give you an excuse. Like I said, there are reasons. I understand that. But there's no reason if you are able-bodied, God has blessed you to be able to get up and go. Be a part of it. Be a part of what God called us to do. And if you need a ride, many churches offer transportation. Don't hesitate to call. Nobody's going to laugh at you. We're happy to see you there. But if you are going to church and you're just a decoration, you're just something to look at and see each and every week, find a place that you can play a role. Find a place that you can help lift somebody up, even if it's just being a prayer warrior, being part of a prayer team. Uh, You don't necessarily have to go out and build houses for the homeless or anything. You know, not everybody has that ability or that time. But there is a place that can be very beneficial to you. And I pray that you pray God, guide me in the direction to where I could be purposeful to your kingdom, to help it grow, to be the best that I can be, even though I'm imperfect and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to mess up. God, I want to give you everything that I can give you of myself to help grow your kingdom, to be the best body part of the church. I want to be the the best unibrow that the church has, right? Uh <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I might be part of the unibrow of the church sometimes. But I want to be the best part of the church that I can be. And that should be each and every one of our goals. If we say that we love God and we say that we're Christians, then we need to be active. We need to be a part of it. And we wonder why the world is the way it is. But it's because we have a lot of decorations in church. We need to get a lot of active people to get out there, be the church, 
show that love that God says to, to show and just be active in our communities and, and be active within our church. So ultimately, folks, that's really all I got this week. It is kind of a short one. I wanted to give just a rundown of who we were and give a rundown of who we're supposed to be within the church as well, right? Um, so each and every week, I like to say you got this because you do. You got this, whatever it is you're putting your mind to. And this week, the focus is putting your mind to being a better Christian within the church and volunteering and giving what time you can. So you got this. You can get out there. Be the best that you could be. I love each and every one of you. Have a wonderful day.